as if I never had before, that I wanted to be with her. I didn't care whether we were rich, whether we were poor, whether we faced sickness, whether we faced prosperity, however many kids we had, I could face it all as long as I could be with Flissy. Now many of you, not all, but many of you can relate to that sentiment. And it's something very, very foundational. Being with the right person is key. And when we're with Jesus, he said to the disciples, he said, come, follow me. That was the reward. Whatever came along, whatever they had to go through, be it good, bad, or indifferent, by being with Jesus, that in itself was the reward. So this week, I thought it would be fun. Honestly, I thought it would be fun to just continue the story a little bit and see how these fishermen, and we spoke, as I said, about them last week, got on. So we're going to watch a little bit of a film for a little few minutes and just gives us a little bit of an insight as to how they got on. Thanks, guys. Good day. And if you want to read more about the adventures of the disciples and the kind of things that they got up to and the failings and the mistakes and the questions, just read Mark's Gospel. It has a particular take upon the disciples and how they struggled with being with Jesus. It was enough to be with him, but being with Jesus has its challenges. I uh, want to uh, just sort of round this up really before we go and have coffee with, with one or two thoughts. At the end of the worship time, I read a portion of scripture, some of you will have recognized it, out of 2 Corinthians. And can we just go straight to to that little passage of scripture, please, Jim? And it says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our troubles. So, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. God is the God of all comfort. And part of our walk with him is discovering that that actually that is a profound truth. You know, we all need comfort in our lives. And we find comfort where we can get it. And if you're not a follower of Jesus, you will find comfort wherever you can get it. It can be in relationships. It can be in one-night stands. It can be in the pursuit of of a career, it can be chilling out and, and, and just drinking too much or, or chemical abuse. It can be a, lots of negative things, but actually there is a right and just need for comfort and God is the God of all comfort. And as you get to know him, you begin to zero in on the fact that he is the comforter. And some of you are, are, are for, for you that's very, very fresh. I was talking to a young lady at our welcome cafe on, on Tuesday and she was just saying she's been coming since Uh, I think it was uh, September, and she just comes into this place, and she just can't stop weeping. And and she's a little embarrassed with it, and and, and it's difficult, but she keeps coming back because it's good. There's something going on, and she's beginning to connect. She's beginning to know the comfort of the Lord. But what I want to just remind us of, and that drama, for all its humor, does it beautifully, is that actually being with Jesus is as much about operating outside of our comfort zone about being stretched. It's about taking baby steps in the spiritual life. And, and a good parent will, will always stretch their children at the right moment. Uh, now, Fliss and I, and, uh, we're very excited at the moment because we're awaiting, as I've already told you, the, the arrival of our third grandchild. We have uh, 
Two of our daughters are pregnant at the moment, so I say we have, I include them, I say we have four grandchildren in total, but one of our grandchildren was due to be born on Wednesday. And, and when he is born, and we hope it's going to be today or tomorrow or very soon at any rate, when he is born, for the first few months, abs- what, what will happen is that, is that he, the little boy, is going to be called Ace. He will be comforted by his mother, and his mother will be everything to him, and rightly so. And there'll be a great time of bonding and nurturing, and he will never be far from her. Uh, and there will be just that wonderful sense of being enveloped and loved and cherished and wanted and welcome. But there will come a point in about sort of, I don't know, 12 to 18 months when, when my daughter will hold our new grandson under the armpits like that and, and will say, go to daddy, go on, go to daddy. And daddy will be three or four steps away. And that little child will... Everything about that will just be scary, and he will not want to go. He'll just want to cling to mommy. But there will come that point where he needs to start walking. He'll need to take those first steps. And he'll be, for that, perhaps for the first time, he'll be, he, he will detach himself or have to stand alone in order to take a few baby steps towards his father from one set of arms to another set of arms. And God, our Father, is all about raising kids. He's, he's a family man. We call him Father. That's at his invitation. And he's about exercising and training us in a particular way so that we don't just stay nurturing like an infant, that we, so that we begin to grow up. And we begin to find ourselves, like this, the two disciples in the drama, in, in stretching, sometimes perplexing, sometimes difficult situations. They may be as a direct result of, of, of our faith. They may be something that we're working out, something we're trying to get our head around, some doctrinal theology or understanding or, or wrestling with, with suffering in the world or issues of injustice. And they may just do our head in and we'll be wrestling with the, how can I be a Christian and believe this? They may be something like that. Or they may be life's Things that happen in our life of which, of course, God has our control. It may be sickness. It may be illness. It may be redundancy it may be any number of these things but all things work for good for those who are in Christ and God uses these things to stretch us and I suppose really I I want to remind you that there comes a point when Jesus will say to you like he said to those disciples you feed them you feed them and when he does that it's it's actually scary and uh, and we feel challenged and we feel like we've got to step out in faith. We've got to step out in the boat onto the water to do something that we feel a bit nervous about. But actually, it's an, en- it's an enormous commendation. He is saying to us, I, I think you're old enough now to-, to do this yourself. To be my hands, to be my feet, to be my, my heart in this world. We'll always have the comfort of being with Jesus, but sometimes being with Jesus is uncomfortable, stretching, challenging, perplexing. But that's what the Christian life is about. It's about growing up in Christ, becoming fishers of men, walking on water. I loved, and I've said it two or three times already, in that inspirational video, which so many of you remarked about and asked how you could get your hands on it, where there was that little quote by St. Francis of Assisi, and I'll finish with this as Joe and the band comes up. Do what is necessary, then do what is possible. One day you'll look back 
and you've done the impossible. Shall we all stand? I'm just going to finish with a song, as always. Let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you to you that the first call on our life is to be with you and to be comforted by you because you are the God of all comfort. All our longings, our yearnings, and our ambitions, our passions and our desires come from and can be found in you. But then the second call is to be like you and to comfort others with the comfort that we ourselves have received. So when you discomfort us, Lord God, please may we work with you and not fight against you. May we cling to you in faith and hope and optimism. And we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.